Hey ladies, welcome to the 18-Minute Revolution, a podcast whose focus is on transforming the lives of women so they can dream again, hope again, and live a life on their own terms. I am your host, Pastor P, two-time award-winning author and literary strategist. I teach emerging storytellers how to tap into their creativity, turn those words into stories that transforms the lives of others. The 18-Minute Revolution is empowering, inspiring, and created to push you to the next level. Hello once again, and welcome to another episode of the 18-Minute Revolution. In today's episode, we're going to come from Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41, and today's title is No Need to Panic. And it reads thus, Later that day, after it grew dark, Jesus said unto his disciples, Let's cross over to the other side of the lake. And after they had sent the crowd away, they shoved off from shore with him. And he had been teaching them from the boat. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation. And there were other boats that sailed with them. Suddenly, as they were crossing the lake, a ferocious tempest arose with violent winds and waves that were crushing into the boat until it was all but swamped. But Jesus was calmly sleeping in the stern, resting on a cushion. And they shook him awake, saying, Teacher, don't you even care that we are all about to die? Fully awake, he rebuked the storm and shouted to the sea, Hush, calm down. All at once, the wind stopped howling and the water became perfectly calm. Then he turned to his disciples and said to them, Why are you so afraid? Haven't you learned to trust yet? But they were overwhelmed with fear and awe and said to one another, Who is this man who has such authority that even the wind and the waves obey him? There is so much to unpack in this passage of scripture. But let me try to do what I can in the time that I have. Here God gives the disciples a word. Let us go over to the other side. The disciples are about to face yet another trial. But this time they are facing a storm in the dark. They are facing a suddenly that this storm arose without warning. Jesus could have taken them in broad daylight. Yeah, he could have. Where they could see the storm coming. They could see the clouds moving in. They could prepare for the storm. But no, Jesus waited until it was dark. Jesus waited until it was dark. Now think about this. In the dark, you can't find your way. In the dark, you can't see where you're going. In this dark place, you might bump into something, especially when you're not familiar with the surroundings. He took them out into the darkness, yet he is the light. In this dark place that they were facing, the storm that suddenly that appeared out of nowhere, unprepared, 
There are moments in life. There are moments in God where God will give us a word and we'll go moving in faith, trusting in him on the word. But then a suddenly happen. An interruption comes to try to get us off course, to try to test that word that God has given us, to even try to test our own faith. Here, the disciples were faced with that interruption. I have been in that place, times of darkness in my own life, where I couldn't see where I was going, wondered where God was, and questioned why was he allowing me to even go through this dark moments when all hope seems gone, dark moments in my own life where I didn't even think there was a way out of it, dark moments in my life, bleak moments in my life where I thought that God had left me, God had forsaken me, that he had abandoned me. But no, it was in these dark moments in my life that I saw God do his greatest work in my life. It's in these dark moments in your life that you're going to see the hand of God move mightily in your life. This is the place where God wants us to be at. In these dark moments, yes, God could do things and allow us to go through comfortable situations, yes. And things don't have to go the way they go. But in trials and testings and turbulence of life, this is where we're going to learn how to trust God, trust his word, trust the process. It's in these moments, it's in these moments where God is able to take those moments in which we don't think there's a way out because God comes and tells, tells us, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. I make ways in which you don't know. I make ways in wilderness. I make your cricket path straight. That's what God is saying. He does his greatest work. He saved me in those moments of darkness, those moments of weakness. He saved me in those moments in which I wanted to end my own life. I wanted to kill myself. I wanted to give up. I wanted to cave in. I wanted to quit. It was in those dark moments, but it's in those dark places that God reaches out his hand and he carries us in those moments. He carries us in those times in which we don't even see how we're going to get through, but it's in those very moments. And it's in this moment that the disciples are facing this storm that's coming. The Bible says that it was ferocious, a violent storm, winds coming suddenly out of nowhere. What about those unexpected moments that happen, unexpected trials and testings, unexpected situations that come into our lives where we were not prepared we did not have a plan A, a plan B or a C. We were not even prepared for it. Why? Those are moments, the unprepared moments in which God says to us, you may not be prepared for it, but I am prepared to carry you through it. Woo. Times of darkness in my own life. 
but God, but God, but God. And listen to this. God says he'll show up in the greatest, in the darkest hours, in the most trying times. Times where you can't see where you're going. Times when it appears that there is no answer. Times where you feel all hope is lost. Even moments and times where it's so cloudy that it's even hard to hear from God. I can share this testimony with you. In that dark moment when I was going through my divorce and I was going through spiritual warfare like no other, and I talk about this in my first book, that was in This Is Now, but in those moments of darkness, in that dark place, even in the midst of all the noise and the cloud and, and my negative thinking and my limited beliefs and, and, and all the, the, the sounds that are coming and the noise that I was hearing. Do you not know that God's word is so powerful that it's able to penetrate? It was able to penetrate and remove all the noise to tell me that better days were ahead. His word is able to penetrate all that darkness and remove all the clutter and all the busyness and all the noise that you may hear from your own mind, from the enemy, from other people. His word is able to do that. He'll show up. He said he will never leave you or forsake you. He will never leave you or forsake you. So there is no need to panic where you are. There is absolutely no need to panic. Why? Because God is with you. God has you. God has you right in the place where he wants you to be. Yes, there are moments where our backs are up against the wall. There are moments where the door has been closed. There are moments and times where nobody is coming to our rescue, but that's okay. You know why? Because God is your very help in the time of trouble. God is your very present help in time of trouble. He is your refuge. He is your strength. He is the faithful God who will be faithful to the ages. He is that who he says he is. He says, be still and know that he is God. So yes, Jesus could have taken them out in broad daylight where they could see the storm coming. They could see the clouds moving in and they could prepare for the storm. But no, Jesus waited until the dark. Jesus waited to take them out into the dark, knowing that the storm was coming, knowing that it was going to be ferocious winds, knowing that they were going to be tried in their faith, knowing what was preparing, what was coming uh, toward them. He knew that, yet he tells them, let us go to the other side. What word did God tell you? That in the midst of receiving the word and, and in the midst of getting the word and then receiving the word, what's happening in the middle? It's in that middle 
place that's going to try you. It's in that waiting period. It's in that uh, preparing period. It's in that process period that the word of the Lord that has come unto you is going to be tried. Yes. What are you doing in that season? What are you doing in that moment? What are you doing in that place? What are you doing in the middle? Don't panic. Don't panic right where you are. So here are the disciples. They are facing this suddenly that they're not prepared for. This interruption that has occurred in their life. Yes, this interruption that no doubt God knew all about because he's God. Isn't it, isn't it ironic how we'll get a word from the Lord and we think that it's just going to be smooth sailing once God tells us something. He tells us to go, we go. And we don't think that there is going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be flat tires. There's going to be disappointments getting there. There's going to be fights and struggles and, and, and naysayers and the, even the thoughts that go on internally in our own minds. We don't think about that. We think that when God gives us a word, there's not going to be the struggle to get the word manifested in our lives. Well, here I'm telling you, it is. God will give you a word and that word is going to be tried. You have to prepare. You have to prepare. Jesus tells the disciples, have you not trusted yet? Have I not done enough to show you that I'm faithful? Have I not showed you time and time again that I will come through for you every single moment that you call upon my name? Have I not shown you, have I, my history has shown in your life that if I did it for you last week, last year, last month, I'm able and capable of doing it again this time. There is absolutely no need to panic right where you are. Attention aspiring authors, faith-based leaders, women of faith, coaches, and thought leaders. Everyone has a story to tell. Don't let anyone else tell your story. Our stories and experiences in life are not for us, but for others. Your story is the answer to someone's problem or pain. Why keep it to yourself? Share it with the world. Someone is waiting on you to tell it. Would you like to finally get your book written and published so that you can use your expertise to monetize and build a sustainable and profitable business? Are you ready to have your voice heard, your story read, and earn money in the process? If your answer is yes, I've created something I know can help you do just that. It's the Storytellers Academy Toolkit. This downloadable toolkit is filled with cheat sheets, checklists, templates, and more. Inside the toolkit, you'll learn how to use story mapping that will help you outline your story in less time. Be given ideas on creating a marketing plan from the ideal bank filled with 20 plus ideas on ways to promote your book before, during, and after publication. Not sure how to get your book copywritten? Don't worry, we've got you covered with this cheat sheet that gives you the step-by-step -step process on how to get it done. This toolkit is valued at over $1,200 but is priced for only $37. Visit storytellersacademy.org toolkit and download the $37 toolkit today. So the disciples have this word from Jesus where Jesus says, let us go to the other side. If God gives you a word, or I should say when God gives you a word, rest assured that that word is going to carry you 
through the storm that you're going to be facing. God gives you a word to prepare you for what's ahead. He'll give you a word to prepare you for what's ahead. And that promise that he has given you surely is going to come to pass. Listen to this in Numbers 23, 19. It says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? And will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good or fulfill it? Yes, God is not a man that he should lie. Everything that God has spoken will come to pass. Everything that God has spoken will come to pass. But in this moment, in this moment with the disciples, they begin to panic. So they say, teacher, don't you even care that we are about to die? Fully awake, he rebuked the storm and shouted to the sea, hush, calm down. All at once, the wind stopped howling and the water became perfectly calm. Then he turned to his disciples and said, why are you afraid? Haven't you learned to trust yet? Remember, these are the disciples. These are the disciples that walked with Jesus. These are the disciples that Jesus taught them the things of God, the things of the kingdom of God. He taught them faith. He taught them to trust God. He brought a new kingdom or a new reality of who God was to them. Every single day, he was teaching them the things of God. And no doubt here, he was doing the very same thing. The Bible says that he was on the boat teaching them teaching them about faith, teaching them about the kingdom, teaching them about trusting, teaching them about uh, walking in miracles, walking in signs, walking in the word, teaching them things that they had never known before. He was teaching them these things so that they would know how to respond in a panic, how to respond in a pandemic, how to respond respond in a crisis, how to respond when things are not going right, how to respond after you get a word from the Lord and the storms and the trials and the tests to come, how to respond in those moments. In that moment, they panicked. God wants us to rest. When we get a word from the Lord, don't panic. There is absolutely no need to panic when what you are facing is is contrary to what you've received from the Lord. There is absolutely no need to panic. Rest in his provision, rest in his faithfulness, and rest in his word, and rest in his grace. The Bible says that thou will keep him in perfect peace when thou, when when your mind is stayed on God. So he took them out to a dark place and showed them and allowed an interruption to come on their journey going to a place he told them to go. Listen, let me repeat that. He took them out to a dark place, allowed an interruption to come on their journey going to a place he told them to go just to test their faith, just to test their faith. He allows life's interruptions to come, unexpected moments in our very own lives to see if we're going to believe his word or believe what we see. Believe his word or believe what we see. Believe his word or believe what we see. Isaiah says this in 40 verse 28. It says, do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the heavens and earth. He will not grow tired 
weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. Isaiah says, do you not know? Haven't you not heard? Jesus had been teaching them every day about the kingdom of God. A disciple is one who is a learned student of the teacher. He learns what the teacher is teaching, but he also applies it. This is why Jesus says, have you, have you learned, haven't you learned to trust yet? Have I not been teaching you about the kingdom? Have I not been teaching you what to do in trials and testings? Have I not been showing you the hand of God? Have I not been working signs and miracles right in your face? Have I not healed the blind? Have I not raised the dead? Have I not fed thousands and thousands of multitudes of people? Have I not done these miracles right before you and yet you are facing a storm? which you were not prepared for, but I am right there in the boat with you and you are panicking. Why panic right where you are? There is absolutely no need to panic, saints of God, because God is right there with you in the boat. He had been teaching them the oracles of God. This is why it is so important that when you hear the word of the Lord, when you hear the word of God, the Bible says, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against God, that I might not sin against God. I have his word hidden in my heart that I won't trust or I won't believe the situation, but I will only believe God. I have his word hidden in my heart that when uh, trials and testings come that try to get me to sway, I won't sway. I won't be moved. I'm going to be uh, rooted and grounded in his word. Why? Because God is with me. He already said he would never leave me. This is why he tells Joshua in one nine: be strong and courageous. Don't be frightened. And do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He's with you and I in the storm. He's with you and I in every trial and test and adversity and interruptions that happen in life. He says, Jesus says, why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? I am the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and I am in this boat with you. I am right here with you. Haven't you learned to trust yet? God will take us out into the deepest storm, into the darkest place to see if we're going to trust him there. If we really are going to trust him, if we're going to rely on, on him, if we're going to see that he's going to rescue us, he took them out to that place to see if they were going to trust him. Here they have Jesus, the Messiah, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, right in their midst, and they are panicking at what is before them. They say this, Jesus they said, Jesus, don't you care that we are about to die? Don't you care that we are about to die? 
let me tell you something. Jesus cares right where you are. And he cares because you know why? You are not about to die in this circumstance. You are not about to die. You might think you're about to die. You might think it's all, it has ended. You might think that God can't bring life to that situation, but I'm here to tell you, you will not die. You will not die right where you are. I don't care how fierce the winds come. I don't care what people say to you. I don't care what the enemy speaks to your, speaks in your mind, speaks in your ear. I absolutely do not care because you will not die. The Bible says you will not die, but live and declare the works of God. You will not die. And there is no need to panic right where you are. Because why? Because God is with you. So Jesus calmly sleeping rises up and speaks to the storm. And Jesus is going to speak to every storm in your life. But God wants to see something in you. He wants to see if you're going to rely on him. If you're going to rest in his word, rest in what he's already given you and rest in what he has already shown you and provided for you. Are you going to rest and not panic? I'm here to tell you that there is absolutely no need for you to panic right where you are. You're not going to die. Let God have it. Let God work it out. Let God do what he's going to do because in these greatest moments, in these darkest hours, God shows his greatest works. Hey there, my beautiful sisters. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 18-Minute Revolution. For more information about me, my books, or my services, or if you are an aspiring author and you need help publishing your book, I would love the opportunity to speak with you. Please visit me at my website, www.pauletteharper.com. I want to leave you with this scripture. Psalm 66 verse 12 from the Passion Translation. It reads, you've allowed our enemies to prevail against us. We pass through fire and flood. Yet in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before, saturated with your goodness. Until next time, keep pressing.